Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is where you go to when you want to learn the latest on what is going on in your neighbor's home when it comes to anything out of the ordinary, from shadow people to hat man, hello, Bigfoot to ghosts cryptids i mean anything and everything the far betweens i'm going to get those emails from you the listener and i always welcome you to send your stories into me i'm not saying i'm a guru i'm not a know-it-all i'm just someone who has been there seen that experienced it freaked out found some answers wrote about it got over it and now i'm trying to help others do the same darn thing and figure out this world so go to heidihollis.com or shadowfolks.com and tell me every bit of detail that you'd like i don't care what it is sometimes it paints a picture and we love painted pictures here don't we we do we do and if there is a picture you want to send guess what (laughs) you can send it over through 
my personal email, which is HeidiHollis at gmail.com. And I mean, it is just amazing the areas that we get to cover on this show. And I never, ever get to know exactly what's going on in these emails. I really grab them at random. I copy, I paste them, I put it in a document, and I just go from there. If I see something in the first line or something that catches my attention, I try to reach out and say, hey, what do you mean? Do you want this? Well, you know, what can I do? Especially if it's an emergency, Um, because I do get those. I'm not a psychic. I am not a psychic. Um, Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff. But uh, I, I really am a big believer that a lot of us are able to experience these things. Um, but my super duper psychic friends would say, no, not always. OK, well, I don't know. I just think that we're all like God's kids. And yes, yeah, some of us are evolving, but I don't know. I'm optimistic that way. So anywho, um, <laughs> I want to remind you also, please go to any social media out there and put at one, put a one in front of my names, at one Heidi Hollis, and you will find me. So send me a message there. I do respond as much as I possibly can. And also, I am a paranormal cartoonist. Uh Uh-huh, the Outlanders comic. Go to theoutlanderscomic.com or follow me on Instagram at theoutlanderscomic. Uh-huh, you know, (laughs) I got to tell you guys, I have been getting so many emails. I was just on Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie. And uh, once again, the giant influx of of folks, you know, because I'm hosting on Coast now. I haven't been on the big show as often. Okay, I don't think I have been uh, (laughs) since I've been hosting. And I jumped on there and people are like, where have you been? I'm like, I've I've been here this whole time. Uh, Listen to the the announcements. Sometime. It's all good. I understand. So I have a feeling there's a lot of newbies joining here on the show for the first time. So welcome. Um, <laughs> I have been uh, here having a ball for the past almost three years hosting over here, Dark Becomes Light. And uh, I got to tell you guys, the emails just like, just when I think, oh, it's slowing. No, it jumps right up again. And boy, during COVID, it was a, a really, really hot mess out there. And really, I, I get it. I mean, the dark things were feeding upon it. But you know what? I got to tell you, I prefer the more positive stuff. I Just call me biased. Um, <laughs> angelic, Jesus encounters, near-death experiences, all of that. Because, boy, I write on a lot of different topics. And I get it. I named, discovered, defined trademark shadow people and the hat man phenomenon um and a lot of people are suffering out there so i am very humbled that you guys trust me with your stories and your emails so i'm not saying that so keep those coming but i know i'm gonna tell you something i know if you experience these dark things you are also capable of experiencing the light stuff you are how do i know that personal experience and what I've learned. Um, (laughs) So I have to tell you guys, today is all about your emails because I have been slammed and I want to catch up on these. And uh, so guess what? We're dabbling into the outlandish corner. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, yes, we are. We are digging our hands around into the purple bag of emails. Uh huh. And uh, I am just like, I love seeing these giant emails. I love it because I just get all whoo. We're going to we're going to have some uh, wild stuff uh, popping up here. And I don't mean like, oh, I'm so glad people are suffering. No, Um, 
getting those details. Those details really, it pulls us in. It really does. And and I get a lot of appreciative emails from folks out there saying, oh, wow, you know, I'm so glad somebody mentioned this detail because it helped me in this way. So remember that, guys. Remember that. But before we get to your emails, I wanted to address something. Uh, you know, I, I like to share a little bit of knowledge, personal experience and stuff that have happened to me personally, because I think it's important uh, to understand some of the stuff that I, I've had happened that got me to where I am right now, where I'm sitting here, you know, chatting on coast. Woo, humbling. Um, So get this. A lot of people are very much about saving the planet, which is really important. I I am absolutely about recycling, uh, energy conservation, cleaning up our oceans, doing these things responsibly. All right. Absolutely. Uh, you know, people say, oh, is there global warming going on? I mean, come on. <laughs> we could see there's always records being broken, right? Something's going on. Okay. I'm not going to get political about it. Uh, but I do know that alien beings speak of these things. Yeah. How about that? There are a lot of people. I don't know if you guys are, are fully in tune with some of the, the conversations that people have with alien beings that claim to have been abducted. Um, but sometimes after a person has been abducted, suddenly they become a big advocate for saving the planet. And they feel it's made them a better person, of course, you know, like these experiences and whatnot. And so they're all in on this phenomena to save the planet. And uh, which is, it's beautiful. You know, it's beautiful. Um, what was puzzling to me when I come across these stories sometimes, and I'm not saying all the time, but the word abducted means taken abruptly without you saying, yeah, I'll schedule that in. All right. Um, it, it's, it's abrupt. And uh, I don't think it's a good thing. I don't think abduction is good in any scenario. Okay. So if a being took you, even if you knew them, even if you got comfortable with them, even if, even if there's a lot of even ifs, um, and they're encouraging you to do that one thing to save the planet. Why? Why? Why is? Uh, why is that part of their agenda fully? Okay, I, I'm gonna tell you something, and this is something like I I couldn't have made this up on my own. I would have never gone there. I thought, wow, what a cool element to come back wanting to. Uh, do all this positive, good stuff for the planet. Again, positive. It's positive. Well, I had alien encounters, not abductions. I am not an abductee, okay? Not that I recall or remember uh, or anything like that, okay? But I had some encounters with positive beings, the ones who gave me information in regards to shadow people and hat man phenomenon. Uh, I got some of that information from memories that came back to me, not through hypnosis or anything like that, nothing like that, but on um, spontaneous recall. And I've learned uh, <laughs> more recently, I tried reaching out to somebody who does a lot of hypnosis and a lot of past life regression stuff. And I'm like, hey, have you had anybody, uh, you know, I've been doing talk radio for a long time and I've been trying to find if anybody has had this out of nowhere recall of 
what they came here for, what they're supposed to be doing and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, no, that usually happens in childhood and not as an adult, you know, and spontaneous. You weren't being hypnotized or anything. No, just came. And it's like not heard of it. Okay, and this is somebody that's been doing regressive uh, hypnosis for decades. So I was surprised. I can't come across anybody that's had that. Um, But it's amazing when you start talking about something really amazing. People say, me too, me too, me too, me too. And it's like, it's hard to know, are they being authentic, right? Um, That's just been my experience. So I got these memories and I also got this information from positive beings. And the beings indicated to me that the more negative beings, I'm just stating The more negative beings try to encourage saving the planet. And I'm like, well, that seems backwards. How is that possible? And why would the negative ones want? It's like, well, of course, they want to preserve what they want to conquer. They don't want us, you know, the humans destroying it. I'm like, okay, I got that. And we should be doing this responsibly any- anyways. But the positive beings also are like, you know, don't blow it up either. Okay. But they indicated something to me. Okay. They indicated that this earth recycles itself. This is just something that it does. The only thing worth at this moment that's most important. I shouldn't say that's worth. That's most important to save are the souls because they are being threatened by this dark presence, shadow people, hat man, who have essentially infiltrated and possessed the more negative beings. Take that in, huh? I mean, take that in. What? I was stunned to learn that and to hear that from these beings. I, I, I didn't know what to think. I'm like, hold on. Pretty much a lot of people that I heard involved in being in contact with aliens, it was all abductions. You're telling me that this is negative and wow, it's just backwards, absolutely backwards than what I thought. And um, I don't know what to tell you guys, but when you think about it, (laughs) if this planet goes through these cycles and there's evidence of cycles happening, like lost knowledge and and seeing ruins that were made from great things. Um, Something happened to wipe that all out, right? Noah, Ark, you know, what was that about? And here we are, still not knowing if we have a soul or not. So, yeah, I guess that's important. And we should also be aware of threats against it. All right, you guys, we're going to get to the first break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, I have to remind you guys, don't forget to check out HeidiHollis.com. Tell me your stories. And also, don't forget to follow me on so many social media platforms at one Heidi Hollis. That is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh-huh, all of the above, TikTok. That's where you go. But I also want to remind you, I am telling from the beginning of me, I guess you could say, um, <laughs> all of my stories on my YouTube channel. And so, yeah, you got to go to youtube.com forward slash Heidi Hollis. And uh, we're going to get down to it on there because it's important. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you guys, I've got these emails I grabbed at random and I got an itty bitty email. This first one, it is the Outlandish Corner, just in case you didn't catch that. Uh, <laughs> this one says, Dear Heidi, How do I get signed copies of some of your books? Thanks, Daniel. Um, Well, thanks, Daniel. Um, (laughs) I appreciate you inquiring. I used to put those out uh, and have them available on my website. But boy, oh boy, that was really hard to keep up with. But you know what? I just might bring it back and uh, make it available that way. It's kind of neat to see people having once gone crazy for ebooks but now want the print books and uh 
yeah, that's that's been kind of wild. And you know, I started doing paintings, okay? Bigfoot paintings. I cannot believe how many people have been after that. I mean, like, wow. Now, I did it for a charity and the folks started reaching out to me through my website. Like, you know, I bid on notes and I couldn't get it. And I'm like, so I'm going to be putting some Bigfoot paintings on my website. Uh-huh. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because uh, it's fun. <laughs> all right. So I might do that. Thank you, Daniel. Um, all right. Now we got a big email. We got a big email here. All right. This one says, hi, Heidi. Hey, what's going on? Um, <laughs> sorry, this is a long one, but I need to share it. Hey, hey, we, we love those long ones, so it's okay. I was listening to one of your podcasts last night, episode 89. Okay. I heard you read an email from a lady talking about the hag. Okay. The old hag. Mm-hmm. And thought I should share my experience with her. I've had experiences since I was a child. They always came in groups and would die down after a few days. Boy, I don't get a lot of old hag stories, but when I do, they always are one of the more creepier things. I, I guess something about witches comes to mind, right? And, and I just, uh, I don't know. It's like, I just think of this horrible, wretched looking thing. And oddly enough, for myself, I haven't met her. But when I first heard about her approaching people, that um, I got the image straight in my head of this very small, wretched looking thing. But guess what, guys? There is a different kind of hag out there. It, she's younger and she seduces. And boy, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. It, it's, it's really twisted stuff. All right. So continuing. Where are we? Uh, right here. Okay. Each time... I was able to confront it and drive it away. Oh, good. I seemed to gain confidence versus being afraid. About a year ago, my wife and I were asleep. I woke up to a strange feeling and immediately knew that something was in our bedroom. Oh, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. It was cold as ice and all I could move was my head. I turned towards my wife, who I thought was sitting up in bed. Oh, oh, oh. I got the icky chills just now. Icky chills, top of my thighs. I don't know why. And under my elbows. That's weird. <laughs> That's when she spun around and I immediately knew it was the hag as my wife was still lying down asleep. Mm -mm, no, no. Oh, the chills just growing, growing, deep, deep growing. She moved her face close to mine. Oh, no, no. And began speaking to me in a strange language. Oh, this is something out of a horror film, guys. And you're, you're paralyzed. You can't do anything. I began telling her that she was not welcome. And that she had no power over me. Then she began cackling and lunged to grab me. Oh, gosh. You know, I, I can't tell you guys. I Right now, I feel like sick to my stomach. I'm sitting here reading this and I, I just feel sick. This is so horrible. 
I just, uh, when I read stuff, um, I have synesthesia, okay? Synesthesia is where you can experience different things with your senses. And I absolutely, when people feel something, it, it hits me. It really does. And, and I have to take a step back sometimes because it could be really just, ooh, ooh. And this, this email here is one of them. All right. I was able to break free of my paralysis. Oh, and grabbed her by the arms. Oh, she let out a blood curdling screech and vanished. Oh, wow. Way to go. Way to go. Oh, I got to hear how, how did you break this paralysis? I didn't hear anything about Jesus or anything. I wonder, I, I hope. Okay, we're going to keep reading. I, I want to see. Oh, no, you're fast forwarding. You're fast forwarding. Oh, come on. How did you break free of your paralysis? All right, fast forward to a week later. Same situation. In bed and felt that something was in the room. I felt the air get colder and the paralysis set in. I opened my eyes to scan the room. And that is when I saw him. Oh, okay. You met her. You met her boss, I'm sure. Okay. He started as a tall, dark shadow on the wall and slowly started moving across the room to the foot of my bed. He leaned over me and smiled the most evil grin I have ever seen. All right. I know what that grin looks like. I know what it looks like. Uh, if anybody saw that movie, It, Pennywise the Clown, it's like that. It's like beyond crazy shark teeth. It is, they're thin. They overlap. He never had braces. It's disgusting. And it goes ear to ear. Abnormally large. That's that's all I can describe to you guys. It's It's bad. He then started moving towards my wife, all while smiling at me. Okay. As he leaned over her and reached out to grab her, I lunged forward and grabbed him by the throat Ooh, and told him that I would destroy him. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. That's awesome. Don't know why I said that, but I did. He then let out a gasp, hiss, and vanished. <laughs> this is awesome. I have not seen either since then, but do catch glimp glimpses of darting shadows everywhere I go. I guess it's just them keeping an eye on me for their master. Anyway, thank you for what you do. Oh my gosh, so heartwarming. I really enjoy listening to your podcast and hearing the experiences you share. Larry. Wow. Larry. I, whew, I am telling you guys, my heart just warmed. It just absolutely warmed. Thank you, Larry, for taking the time to, to let me know that the message is reaching people, you know? Oh, you know, I can't help but to get uh, emotional sometimes coming across this. It It is just... Um, even if it helped just one person, guys, just one, it has been worth it because these things are aiming to take souls. 
Okay. People freak out when they see uh, a pet in the road getting hit, you know, they, they, they are more concerned and ready to rush out there to help a pet. I feel sometimes versus a human and, uh, we're losing souls literally. My goodness. You know, I tell people there's something to be said about the human potential. All right. These things come when they got you pinned (laughs) in the thick of the night, most times, and you're paralyzed and they play upon your fears. Like I'm going for your wife and I'm going to keep smiling the whole way. I don't know what you did to break it, but your human potential I didn't hear anything you saying about Jesus to break this. That is my go-to. But I have heard of people, their will being so strong that they can break that hold. Um, so I am, I'm impressed. And uh, yeah, seeing these shadow things coming and going, um, they're looking for a way in. They're patient. They try to find a way in. But you've proven that, you did away with one of the minions for Hatman, and that was that wretched uh, hag. And uh, so she sent her boss, like, take care of him, boss. He's too big for his britches. Well, 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 Hatman couldn't handle you either. No, something. So spirit of God in you, I'd say, Larry, <laughs> because we have that spark of light in us. We do. We do. And where's it come from? Our creator who started us. This thing comes from a different source. If it came from the light source, the God source, this wouldn't be a a problem. It would be able to handle your God light source touching him. But it comes from a dark source. It has nothing to do with us. It was not made by the same creator, if that makes sense. But it is infiltrating and taking over other beings made by our creator and that's how they're able to touch us alien abduction mm-hmm. and i know some people say not my alien he's a good guy not my hat man he's a good guy you know i'm not here to slam anybody for anything what they believe to be true just trying to help where i can all right we're gonna get to our next break you are listening to dark becomes light with me heidi hollis on the iheart radio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in the Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> oh, guys, I got to remind you, go and check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Heidi Hollis. I'll be talking about some of my stories and uh, getting in deep with some elements that I haven't touched upon yet. I gave some hints about that on George Norrie's program, Coast to Coast AM, and uh, wasn't meaning to be cryptic or holding back or anything like that there's just some things that uh, I need to approach sooner than later Um, but I'm waiting on some information and it is beyond it is beyond uh, typical of what I talk about when it comes to shadow people hat man it is the other shoe to drop that um, it's a part that I didn't know needed to be dropped I didn't know and I've come across absolute hard scientific evidence of something that uh yeah um it'll take it to another level and um i'm aiming to share it on my youtube channel because uh still got time i still gotta still gotta work it out oh boy i gotta work it out um (laughs) you guys that last email i mean during the break i just took a moment you know what i mean it's so moving, Larry. Thank you. I just, uh, that human potential, guys, that human potential. We are evolving, all right? We are absolutely evolving. These dark things do not want that. Is that it, they don't. This is what attracts them. People who are gifted could be artsy. You could have uh, a lot of deja vus. You could have an inkling. You could have synesthesia. And these things find you. And they try to block you and break you down, oppress you, depress you, possess you, grab your soul, okay? 
Why is that? Something that I have spoken to here on this program at times. Um, my friend, Maureen Seberg. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> she sent me a, an image of, of a, a carved head. And I was impressed. I said, wow, somebody did an excellent job on creating this carving, this bust of Hatman. And she just asked me, you know, what do you think of this? I'm like, that's Hatman, clear as day. It's amazing. And she was stunned because she's like, Heidi, do you know who did that? Who created it? I'm like, no, who did it? Rudolf Steiner. Rudolf Steiner. Okay, who's that? You know, um, <laughs> uh, the the guy who started the Waldorf schools, um, Anthroposophy. He was an architect. He does so much stuff. Just really, really uh, holistic, eclectic stuff. And he said, this is Ahriman, A-H-R-I-M-A-N. I have this image of what I was shown on my website, HeidiHollis.com, uh, just so you guys could get a look at it. And um, he said, a hundred years from now, Ahriman's going to come to the forefront and... Uh, has something called this A-sphere that he is putting people into to kind of trap them. And uh, it comes through technology, guys. It comes through technology. We are so amused with what we have in our hands called a cell phone or our computers or whatever it is. We are not really like exploring our imagination. We're not motivated to get up off the couch as much anymore. We are hooked now, what if there was some algorithm or some kind of pattern put in there to make sure certain things do not evolve in humans, okay? That we're not having all of these, uh, I don't know, uh, abilities to spot these things out. Because sometimes hat man's after somebody else and a person who's able to see spots him and he feels your eyes on him and he'll spin around and now he's become your problem because he's there to stomp out those who can see. Because if you can see and warn others, they don't want that. Because with knowledge and awareness, you know, it, you're able to defend yourself. <laughs> they don't want that. They do not want that. And it was just, I can't tell you how I jumped up and down saying, I found you, I found you, I found you after I learned that Rudolf Steiner said 100 years from then, which is now, by the way, it's now 100 years. <laughs> and I'm sitting here talking to you about this thing I called Hatman. He called it something else, Aramon. But the warning is the same. This thing is aiming to trap and possess and control and collect souls, okay? Limiting mankind. We recycle. We reincarnate. They're stopping that. They're slowing the roll because with each reincarnation, we learn and we get bigger and get stronger. They don't want that. They want to control this. We are food, okay? And why would something do that? Sounds very devilish. Oh, did I say the word devil? Who does Hatman claim to be? Oh, the devil. Mm, that's weird. That's really weird. But, um, you know, when it came to understanding all this stuff and uh, 
so many different elements. It's like, I can't fit it all here on the show. That's, <laughs> that's why there's books. Check out my books, uh, the, ha- the, the Hat Man and the Secret War book. Um, there's so many elements to all this and how it comes full circle back to the basics of good versus evil, collecting souls and all of that, you know, um, it's a, it's a crazy thing. And to think there's more, there's more. And and I would have never, ever suspected what I have to share next, um, in very, very, uh, due time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Moving on. Okay. Because we got more emails. Ooh, ooh, this is a, this is a big one. Okay. All right. We're going to go there. Oh, where I lost my place. Oh, there we go. Hi, Heidi. I heard you speak on, and he gives a certain network name that does not mine in general because uh, <laughs> this show airs wherever you listen to podcasts okay and uh, then he goes I just heard uh, another person's podcast where he interviewed some paranormal researchers and decided to look up an experience I had as a child okay cool some background I am a guy from across the pond okay and a married father the topic I wanted to discuss was the hat man I am not surprised. Uh, And just so you guys know, like sometimes I get these emails and it's like if they're too specific on who you are and where you're at, I just skip those details because I don't want you to be hounded. I don't want you to feel embarrassed. I feel like if you want to share who you are, uh, you would do that, um, you know, in a different way. On this show, I'll just say, you know, first name sometimes and just kind of skip around. All right. So continuing I had an encounter with this entity as a four-year-old. So in around 1988, this is a four-year-old, guys. A four-year-old. And we know what Hat Man is, right? The devil coming to a four-year-old. I can't imagine. Um, (laughs) He has no limits, the things that he says and does. So, okay, we're going to take our, we're going to breathe. Okay, we're going to breathe. All right. I had one other encounter with shadow people once before that. Wow, you got a great memory. I only had the one experience with the hat man that I have a somewhat clear clear memory of. He was very tall, as you mentioned. The unusual thing about my experience is he was flanked by other hat men. Another four, I think. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy, this this is a rare a rare uh, uh, encounter. Just so you know, um, it's very rare that I hear people say I saw more than one hat man. Okay, except maybe they were just shadows. Oh, okay, all right, okay. My recall of when I could remember the scene clearly though was when there were also hat men. The specific details are hard to remember as I had blocked much of the experience out. Now, a lot of people do. Who wants to remember the devil coming to them, you know? He was all black, had a cape, and wore a fedora. Now, see, this is an interesting combo right there because when he wears a fedora, he generally will wear his his trench coat. (laughs) He has a certain style, but he mixes it up at times, but okay. He was very tall, no discernible features. I was terrified and paralyzed. 
He was darker than the fairly dark room, lit by the adjacent bathroom light through my half-closed door. Okay, look at that, guys. My last episode on here, it's called Darker Than Dark, okay? People often use those same words. It was darker than dark. Like, how can it be darker than the darkness where I can see the edges of this thing, you know? This is what people ask. Uh, And it's like, yeah, it's almost like an absence of light. He literally takes and blocks out every element of light. How can that be from the same source that we are, you know? He's not. He's absolutely not. Okay. I think I had seen him looking through my door in the past, but my memory of this is no longer there. Oh, sounds like it's there. Uh, (laughs) I remember the time I saw both this entity and the shadow people encounter. I closed my eyes shut and pulled the blanket over my head. On the occasion of seeing the shadow people, I shut my eyes tight imagined it must be a dream and reopened them only to see them still standing there so quickly I closed them back up I eventually opened my eyes again and they were gone that's a nightmare that's a that's a nightmare that's a horror movie guys it's like okay I'm sure it's just my eyes playing tricks on me I'm gonna look away and it's gonna be gone oh it's not there that that is horrific that is so horrific and uh you know we're, we're halfway through this email so but we got to get to our next break you guys you are listening to dark becomes light with me heidi hollis on the iHeartRadio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network stick around we'll be right back hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, 
but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in the Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out HeidiHollis.com and tell me your stories and what's going on out there. And follow me on Instagram at one Heidi Hollis and most social media have the same. Okay, you guys, I'm continuing this email. This is really, really something. We have quite the story. So it continues. I came across a paranormal forum in my 20s where people were discussing this entity. Oh, the hat man. Ah, it's been, been out there now. It was the first time anyone else had ever mentioned an encounter similar to mine. It blew my mind. It was far too specific. That happens a lot, believe it or not. I, I am almost once a week I get an email that says, I thought I was the only one. So I feel you. I feel you. Uh, the only other real strange encounters I had ever had that date, to date, I think they meant, was an old hag when I was 19. And then a couple years later, something in my wardrobe that would pull the door shut to prevent you from opening it. Ah, yikes. That is not good. That is not good. The old hag whispered something in my ear as I was lying paralyzed. You know, hold on. I'm going to stop right there, guys, because I'm noticing something here. The prior email mentioned the hag, but they didn't mention an old hag. They just said the hag. So I'm assuming that prior email was the younger one and this is the older hag. I don't get many emails on the hag. How many times on this program I randomly grab an email? And I mean, I believe these two are probably eight months apart because I get the weirdest phenomena with my email where it will throw emails at me that are really old. I, don't ask me why. And one of these is really old and one of them isn't. And they're both talking about the hag. What? 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 I just, I can't. This is... It's not just coincidental. I don't believe in that. This is for a reason. Wow. I, I'm just, wow. Okay. All right. So, um, huh. 
The old hag, I'm, I'm reading, continuing to read. The old hag whispered something in my ear as I was lying paralyzed and then was gone as soon as she came. I had woken earlier with a terrible feeling of impending danger and heard creaking in the hall. What did the old hag say? Oh my gosh. Oh. Next second, oh, next second, this old hag rushes through my bedroom door as I was lying next to my girlfriend. Oh, man, guys, I got the chills. I got the chills. It's on tops of my thighs. I don't know why. And it's back at my elbows. Yeah, I'm telling you. Ugh, terrible, terrible. Whew, okay, next to my girlfriend and comes straight up to my face to say something I cannot remember. Wow. Once she left the room was exactly as I had seen it, even with the dog looking at me from the bed, but the atmosphere had changed completely back to normal and I knew she was gone. The one with the wardrobe, I noticed it after a late night partying when I came home. I was able to get to a few friends from down the street the next morning and they all confirmed the door pulling itself back shut. <gasps> Come on now. Come on. For those of you who do not know, wardrobe, hello, that's a, a closet over here. So this is somebody from across the pond. Wow. Wow. This, I've seen that in a horror movie. I know I have. So everybody confirmed it. That this thing likes its privacy and closes the door behind it. It's not being polite. Okay, it continues. I was so freaked out by it at the time. I had run to my friend's house down the street to avoid sleeping there. Oh, 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 I would have too. When you would approach the door, a strange feeling came over you like you were frozen. Almost, but could still move if you, if you wanted to. There were strange occurrences in that room, strange dreams, drops in temperature, radios turning on, and maybe had even experienced the wardrobe thing prior, but had chalked it up to something not paranormal at 6 a.m. while getting ready for work, thinking maybe the carpet was just catching or something. Whew. But the hat man is the most unusual because other people have experienced the same thing. If it hadn't happened to me, I'd think they were crackpots or simply seeking attention. What is it? Do you have any insight or theory throughout all of your investigations and testimonies? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the encounter shaped my life. Oh, I hate to hear that. I really do. It would be great to have some answers. Cheers. <sighs> okay, so I I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. Um, so this person obviously has not um, been listening a lot on this show because I give a lot of answers about this. Um, so what is it? Old Hag, she is a minion, meaning a worker for Hatman. Who's Hatman? Who does he claim to be? He says he's the devil. Now he says he's hat man. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to think about that. Um, but yeah, 
she is uh, aiming to break you down, get at you a certain way. And, and I, I often think because she does, I mean, there's a younger one who likes to tempt men. Okay. The old hag is just so gross. I think most people get grossed out by her and want to go ew and wash their hands. Like, oh my gosh, it touched me. Um, <laughs> she's usually kind of tiny. You didn't, you didn't explain how she looks, but when you say old hag, I, it's just like, she could be as little as like two and a half feet. Like she's a squashed down little thing and wretched face, horrid teeth, disgusting skin. Um, while the young hag is, you know, is a tempting kind of figure, um, but kind of looks vampirish or something. Uh, so what does she want? Well, she's pleasing her master. She is really, um, after people to try to help break down a person. Um, gross people out, whatever, do the heebie-jeebie dance. Um, yeah, I, 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 that's, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, there's a Grim Reaper type of shadow looking thing. Uh, it does similar things. I mean, think about it. It's like, that is the symbol of death, right? It's like the Grim Reaper's coming. So yeah, that freaks people out to see something like that. And he's huge. He's huge. So he's breaking people down in a different way. Um, I will say this when it comes to things that could gross people out, I had a very, 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 very vivid experience, and I get these a lot, um, where I have a dream that is so in-depth, it gets chalked up in my memory and as a life experience, and I call these waking dreams, and I know that they are like training scenarios, okay? And I'll go through, um, it sounds weird, right? I said training scenarios. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean... It's a whole big story how, how I came to understand that. But I had this dream where I'm just like, you know, whipping demons up, baddies, looking horrible, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. And then I got this one and I took it by the throat and I'm holding it. I'm like, ha, you're done for too. And almost as if this thing was reading what grosses me out. Okay, and its face changed. And, and again, I got it like I'm kind of holding it by the throat and kind of the face at the same time. And it changed. I'm like, oh, 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 you know, that's nasty. And then it got gooier and gooier and gooier. And my hands are sinking into the flesh of this thing. And it's just distorting into something straight out of a, a nightmare. And I'm like, okay. I'm done. All right, that's nasty. It's getting under my nails. You win, I'm out. You know, I quit because it found what my weakness was. I just couldn't stand to look at this nasty thing anymore. So I sometimes wonder when it comes to this old hag, if that is one of the elements that, um, why she comes versus like the Grim Reaper one or, or the younger looking hag, you know? Um, I'm sure that there's a lot more in-depth research out there on it, but I'm just giving you my perspective on it. So why does she come? That could be a reason. It could be a reason. It's something disgusting and that you would never, ever, ever want to have around you. And uh, feelings mutual, right? When it comes to Hatman, well, he's the devil and he wants your soul. Uh, Shadow people, minions, uh uh-huh. They're able to get around uh, pretty easily. So uh, you have a lot of listening to do for this program because it's really hard for me to fit it all in and just answering right here. But I'm telling you, 
most of these episodes I am covering from A to Z on those in particular because it is running rampant out there. And it's just as I was told and warned uh, by beings and uh, memories as well that things would get this bad. And you haven't seen nothing yet, guys, because I have a lot more to tell about all of this. Very soon, just got to go to uh, my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Heidi Hollis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, check out the series on there called This Truth. Well, we have come to the bottom of another program. I got to remind you guys, go to HeidiHollis.com and tell me your stories. Also, check out Instagram, my paranormal comic strip, at the Outlanders comic on Instagram. And follow me all over at one. Put a one in front of Heidi Hollis. And uh, hey, reach on out. Tell me what's going on. What do you want me to talk about on the show? What are your stories? What have you heard? What are the rumors? What do you think about what's going on with all these sudden, like, changes of heart in the government when it comes to the UFOs? Huh? How about that? You think they're just being nice? Or are they in a pinch? Are they in a pinch? And they might need our help and our understanding because these things can't be hidden for much longer. Ooh, now there's a thought. All right, you guys. This has been fabulous. We've come to the bottom of another fabulous program. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.